Get inspired with the woman empowerment extraordinaire, Kimsei Lamiel. to the phone or Am I increase your volume because it's very, very low. Can you hear me? Am I coming through clear? You sound a little muffled. Is okay, this now you sound a little bit better. Yeah, you sound better now. Can you hear me any better? Yeah. Okay, good. So yesterday we were in what is technically module three in the course, but it is the first module of doing um, the money work, and that module was called Make Space for Your Fucking Money. This module, module four, is energetically aligning with your money. And so the first training was about giving your magical money purpose, right? And so the training really talks about how to give your money purpose, why you should give your money purpose, and really understanding that concept. And in your inspired action, it is to list how you're going to use this money that you're manifesting. Um, Sometimes saying like, oh, I just want the money, uh, eventually you'll get there, right? But when we start being way more focused um, helps, right, to know what you're going to do with the money when you get it. That practice is also a little bit, um, it's fine-tuning you a little bit, right, because you're creating more clarity. When you're thinking about what you're going to do with it, you have some visuals in your mind or physical sensations of, oh, I'm going to pay that off, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to go here, and then I'm going to take this trip or whatever. And so it adds adds, uh, will and focus to your manifesting process so knowing what you're going to do with the money especially early on um is key even if later on right the money is just for your savings that's okay too but you need to know what you're going to do with the money why you need the money and giving focus and of course the training goes into way more information but right here we're going to just list what we're going to do with this money that we're manifesting okay so i want to put 1k here Finding my page. I think I got it. 
Okay. And then step two in that assignment is how the hell does the money feel? So how does it feel to have the money? How does it feel to do those things with the money? So this is... um, this writing is really about the emotion of it, right? So having this book, mm-hmm. this money feels like relief. It feels like expansion. It feels like success. It feels like um, happy. It feels, you know, you want to use those words. And as you're writing it, those are the, the, that's the energy that you're trying to evoke from yourself, right, so that you can feel it. Right. Yeah, I can only think of one thing. <laughs> one emotion. Oh, okay. Something else just came up. Well, if you hold that emotion for like 17 seconds, other ones that are very similar will follow. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> See? And the release is coming. So the key in this particular assignment is that when you're manifesting, the first phase of it materializing, right, is the emotion. When there is a shift vibrationally in your emotion, that in and of itself is a manifestation. So if you can start to feel what it's going to feel like, then you know it's about to materialize. That's funny you said that because the next emotion that just came up was like that it's happening. See? It feels like it's happening. Yeah. Just as you were saying that, I was writing it down. Okay, so, and one of the things I want to share is that when I first started manifesting, like, intentionally, right, um, I would be, the word security or secure was a word that was often in why I was trying to manifest. I wanted to be secure. I wanted to be safe, like those types of things, right? Um, Over time, those words came up less and less as the reason why I was manifesting this or that or money or what have you. Um, They still come up at certain stages, but you'll notice that now uh, the majority of the time it is not for me safety or security. Um, My emotions and the feelings are very very much more general, right? Um, so it's just like, it's satisfaction. It's a hell yes. 
it's a, you know, because I'm, it's, once you do it over and over again, right, you move into a broader sense because by doing this over and over again, you're addressing some of the issues, right, that Mm -hmm. I had with feeling safe. When I got better at manifesting, my level of security increased, right? I can hold on to feeling secure for longer periods of time. Um, And... I wasn't as afraid because I knew I had all of this proof of what I had done before. So, right. It does shift. It does come back, right? But also shifting out of it is faster if it does come back. Right. It's like that, you know, I've done it before, so I know I can do it again type thing. Right. It's like, you know, they say millionaires, most millionaires, like, lose lose their money at some point, right, early on. Right. But they typically make it back in less than half the time it took them to get it the first time. The first time. Because they know what it is. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So oh, that's, you know what that's quite comforting. That <laughs> that is quite comforting. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, they get their first million and they fucking blow it. They go broke or whatever. But they always make it back in less than half the time because they know what it takes. They remember and they learn from their mistakes. So they make the necessary adjustments, and then it's right back. Like, in sometimes less than a year, they're fucking millionaires again because they know what that vibration is. They know what it feels like. They know how to sustain it. They've been it. They've lived it. So they just go back into re-embodying it and make better decisions. There I go, stretching and burping. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the next training in Module 4 is the MF Money Multiplier. And so, in that training, um, the motherfucking money multiplier is gratitude. And when I first started my YouTube channel, I did a lot of videos about gratitude. Gratitude really did change my life from, you know, shitty to, you know, spectacular in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, it really did. And it it shifted my my mindset. Like I so I say that about YouTube because right now on YouTube, there's like a bunch of videos. If you go back um, into the manifesting uh, playlist, there's videos that I did, you know, five, six years ago on gratitude and how it changed my life from the gratitude jar to uh, setting my alarm every hour for something to be grateful for. I mean, at some point in my life, it became annoying, right? But <laughs> like, 
the alarm, but seriously, when I needed to make the shift, right? So this is also important to know about, like, growth and expansion. Um, For example, uh, yesterday we were talking about, like, clean your wallet, clean your purse, right? Right. Um, On the cleaning side, for me, even if it's like, oh, I'm feeling heavy, I'm feeling a lot of, uh, resistance, I go into cleaning. But my level of cleaning is really mild compared to other people because there's a certain level of cleanliness that I'm able to sustain because I associate that cleanliness with my, avil- my ability to focus and to expand and to manifest, right? So the same with gratitude. Um, although the real game changer for me was every hour on the hour. And the reason why I set the alarm every hour on the hour and then force myself to come up, even if it was just air, right? (laughs) I would force myself to say, I'm grateful for air, fucking water. You know what I mean? Like just because, but what it did was that it stopped my train of thought every hour. So I could not get more than 60 if my whole hour, right, the minute I said my thing that I was thankful for, um, if something pissed me off or something happened, I could only go down the rabbit hole for an hour. And that was because I'm a person who will, like, replay scenarios in my head and you should have said this and when he did that, you should have did this, right? So – not the the alarms didn't allow me to go more than an hour into that and at that point in my life it was life-changing because I could spend all fucking day doing that (laughs) right so by being stopped you know eight or ten times a day changed my vibration it gave me those moments of clarity that I stopped resistance, even if it was just for a minute, 10 times a day. It shifted my life. So it was huge from where I was. Right now, mm, I'd be thankful if this fucking thing would stop going off, right? (laughs) Right. I'm doing something. But what shifted was then I started doing gratitude, writing like three things I was thankful for at night and three things I was thankful for in the morning. And I was able to hold the energy of gratitude for longer periods of time. So I didn't need the one hour reminders Mm, because I had shifted. You see what I'm saying? So I grew because I was able and I'm able to hold the energy of gratitude for longer periods of time. So that method no longer really serves me. Um, if I'm going through something rough, it definitely will help. But when you, so it's okay to leave practices that are not serving you anymore. So back then it was life changing. Today it would be aggravating. So that's not the thing to do. Right. Because the aggravation takes you away from the whole point of it going off. But it really, you know, helped me get out of my head. So you can expand past certain practices or certain practices may be a lot easier for you because of where you are. 
Um, but wherever you are, there's always going to be a level up in gratitude, right? And if you go to the next level, um, it is a game changer every single time. So right, right now, I, you know, oh, and then, you know what I started doing? I was going on gratitude walks. So mm. I would just walk, and while I was walking, I would just think of things that I was thankful for, and that's all I would think of the whole walk. And when it was over, I was done. So I wasn't writing every morning and every night at that point, but I would take that walk um, once a day, sometimes every other day if things got busy, but I could hold, and I could hold the vibration longer, and the walk was longer than the, the two minutes it took me to write those things in the daytime and nighttime. But you see what I'm saying? So at different right. points in my life, it just, it helped. So you've got to figure out where you are so you can go to the next level um, of gratitude. Right? So this assignment is to make your gratitude list. So if you sit right now, now what's key whenever you're doing a gratitude list, things that you are grateful for, is to feel it, right? And, again, sometimes, like I said, I would just be like, oh, my God, at least I have water, right? I had to find something. Um, I remember at one point I had stayed at a cousin's house, and he had water, but he had no fucking hot water. <laughs> to not right. complain that he didn't have hot water. I just had to be grateful for water. And so water was, like, really big, like, every day. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Until I left because, like, oh, my God. And then I was so thankful for hot water. I was so thankful for um for um um having the water at my disposal, having like so it changed my, my gratitude. I'm just I'm getting notifications but Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, right now we're just going to make a list of things that you're thankful for. I always say strive for five, right, if it's hard. If it's not yeah. hard, let as much flow as you as you can. If If you're in a really bad situation and you can't do five, do at least three because you can always be thankful for air, <laughs> Right. Water, air, water, right? and the <laughs> fact that you're free, the fact that you woke up, right? And when I first tried to get my daughter to do this, like literally she would say the same things over and over again. Like she could not think of anything that she was thankful for outside of like the necessities, like I'm not sleeping outside. Right. Whereas now she's way better. So it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, I used to walk Cameron to school every morning when we lived in California. And that was, she would, she's a grumpy person when she wakes up in the morning anyway. She's just kind of grumpy. She doesn't want to get up. 
and that sort of thing. So uh, on the walk to school, we would kind of play the uh, like a gratitude game. So it was, you know, list five things that you're thankful for. And, you know, we do that on the walk. And a lot of times it was just five. <laughs> and then a lot of times it, you know, turned into the entire walk. We were talking about, you know, the things that we're grateful for, and, you know, kind of bouncing off of each other. Oh, yeah, that's good. And what about this? And what about that? And, you know, we would come up with it. And it, you know, just kind of helped her to wake up in the morning and helped her to start her day off positively, you know, so she wasn't so grumpy by the time she got to school. I mean, it wasn't a far walk, but, you know, it was, uh, you know, I think just enough to kind of get her going in the morning and, you know, keep her on a good, uh, good, in a good headspace, you know, to start her day. Yeah, it's definitely, it's changing. It's energy changing. Yeah, for sure. And things like that, having good memories. So I'm going to make a list. Mm got a few things. I think, um, you know, I think right now in this moment, I'm maxed out <laughs> of things okay. right now. So. Okay. It's just a rough, rough day today. And that's okay. I mean, this is designed yeah. to hopefully help shift. It's some definitely of that. helping. Definitely alleviating, you know, some of the rough day feelings. So. Um. Okay, I keep trying to walk away from it and then more stuff keeps coming. Okay, so (laughs) the the next one is um, the next training was called How the Hell Does Money Feel? Okay. And so this is really, again, right, so this whole module is about the feeling of things, as you can see. <laughs> it's about getting your emotions there. Um, because when you can feel it, that is how, truly, you create instant manifestations, right? If you can get into the feeling place and hold it, um, it materializes. So the longer you can hold it, the faster it will materialize. But it's always a a journey of feeling. 
when you are trying to manifest, it is a journey of feeling. Now, of course, feeling good helps. Being happy helps. But you don't have to be ecstatic, you know, falling <laughs> over, you know, laughing and, and whatever to manifest. Um, sometimes that feeling of satisfaction, that feeling of everything is perfect, that feeling of, you know, being centered and grounded is the same thing. Um, A lot of people don't know what that's like. And so when you say uh, get happy, right, getting happy also is a distraction from the things that we do that create resistance. So if you can get centered without necessarily, you know, being at a comedy show or at a party or whatever, then you don't really need the the distraction to feel good. And so you can manifest from that point. You know, if you have hobbies and things like that that, you know, you start kind of get into your zone with, those are good things to do because then you are offering less resistance and you can get more into the energy of being receptive because asking for something and receiving it are two different frequencies. Hmm. So, you know, it's like uh, you can call, you know, 95.5 and say, play that song Calling on the phone is a different frequency, right? But to right. hear it, you got to turn on the radio and turn to 95.5. Right. So even if you only turn on the radio, but you're on 93, you're not going to hear the song. So you've, once you've asked, you have to shift your frequency to allowing, to receiving, to being receptive. And the best way to do that is simply by not offering resistance. There's no other real work in it but to not offer resistance. So how do you get into the non-offering of resistance? Right? It's that feeling place. So everybody's feeling or how money feels for everybody is a better sentence. How money feels for everyone is a little bit different at different points in their lives. Like, you know, you can listen to like Abraham or something and then they'll say, they'll do like a rampage and that feels great when you hear it. But yours may be slightly different because you're coming from a different place. Maybe different words evoke different things for you. It's sort of like when I was a wedding planner, white flowers to some women meant love and purity, but white flowers also represented death and and despair and, you know, devastation because those were the flowers that they put on someone's grave that they loved dearly or what have you, right? So we give meanings to different things. Uh, Certain things evoke us like, you know, I love kittens. Some people are scared of them. So that may not be the thing for you. Um, Right. So how does it feel? really is a little like how does it feel when you're paying off from the first training 
how does it feel when you're paying off or doing whatever you wanted to do with that money that you have manifested, right, that we first did. But this is an elaboration, right? This is the extreme. This is not just how it feels in your head, but how does it feel in your body? How does it feel in your heart? How do you feel about yourself? I'm just thinking about, you know, that feeling and that song by Nina Simone, like, I'm feeling good. (laughs) I can hear that in my mind playing. It just feels good. Just good. (laughs) And so when you feel, when you're feeling good, like, there's like less tension in my body. My heart feels so light. Relax. Yeah. Right. Relax, light, open, receptive. It may be successful, empowering, unstoppable, magnetic. I feel a lot of love when money is flowing. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel love and I project more love because, you know, I feel like I have it and I can share it and, you know, I can do more and that type of thing too. Right. Right. Huh. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> what is that? That feeling of. I mean, I guess the only thing I can think of is just gratitude. I just feel grateful for having the ability to not only do for myself, but to be able to care for people around me and to do things for other people. So that's a really, really good feeling and you know being able to demonstrate how important other people are to you yeah I'm just 
<laughs> came up responsible because mm. I think that, uh, you know, when you're in a situation, well, I think, you know, listening to what other people or, you know, having other people tell you what their expectations are of you or, or, you know, how they view you. And a lot of times if you are struggling with money, you you know, people tend to label you as being irresponsible, um, you know, which kind of makes you feel like you're bad or you're a bad person. And so, you know, having the money to be able to do whatever with it um, just makes you feel more responsible. That's interesting. And so, again, for some people, um, it's not the same, right? Right. Some people um, may be the quote-unquote responsible one but have lost their job. So how they um, deal with money may not necessarily, they may feel powerless. Right. So having the money may not necessarily make them feel responsible. They may already, you know, feel like I'm responsible. My lack of flow of money is not about me (laughs) not doing what I was supposed to do. Maybe the company shut down, that type of thing. Right, 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 right. That's kind of why I was saying, you know, there's really no one size fits all. Like these feelings and how it feels for you is definitely going to be, um, it's going to be different because we're all coming through from a different, you know, our own lens and our own experience. Right. Got, I think I've gotten out what I need to. 
in the moment. So this work from today is something that you should go back and visit every day, right? Even if you're just having um, some a bad moment, there's something else going on, like you can go back and start to reread how this feels and try to um, evoke these feelings and emotions again um, within you so that you can remember how money feels and reconnect with that energy. The longer you can hold it, the faster the money will come to you. Right. So that is it for Module 4. Um, Yay! Thank you so much. (laughs) No, it's really, really helpful because, you know, I think a lot of times, especially, well, for me, I know, I'm in my head a lot and I'm, you know, thinking and all of that stuff. So I'm not really actually verbalizing a lot of things, you know, especially if I feel like I'm struggling. And um, so being able to, like, get it out and get it on paper is super helpful because, you know, it's not like I'm still not, you know, voicing it, not verbalizing it, but at least, you know, it's out. And so, and then having a written record of the feelings, you know, that you can, like you say, go back and revisit it and, you know, remember it is uh, you know, going to be really helpful. So in terms of getting into that space, you know, like kind of changing the headspace and, you know, giving it a focus. Definitely. Um, every day is not going to be um, your best day, right? But um, as you work through the process, you'll have fewer really, really low days. And right. then you get to having um, you'll get to the point where you're having few fewer bad days and they don't last as long. So like they won't be bad days, right? Eventually we'll all get to the point where you had a bad moment, right? <laughs> right. And, you know, that's funny. It's about, you know, even uh, shifting how you talk about it. Because I really am not having a bad day because I haven't lived the entire day yet. <laughs> and, you know, things can change in any moment. And right. So, uh, and you really have the control. Like, we really legitimately can can decide, right? So even when really, really shitty stuff is happening – we can make the decision to still feel good. Feeling good when someone has done something shitty is not saying that it's okay, that you accept it, that you are co-signing it. It doesn't do any of that. It just means that you are deciding to be in a receptive mode for what is good instead of expanding and giving more energy and focusing on what is bad. Right? So no matter what is happening, you can still decide to be okay. I mean, even in something as severe as death, um, we ultimately 
can decide how we feel about it. There's going to be emotions. There's going to be a process. But there are people that I have met who, like me, has lost a child, but they are not, they've never been the same. They, or better. You know what I'm saying? Like that, they've decided that that is it. And so year after year, they're still in that zone. They never decided to, to grow and expand and, and not view it as a loss because a lot of times how we are seeing a thing is exactly what causes our, how we're thinking about it produces those emotions, right? So when we're right. feeling like, when we're feeling trapped, you know, we're having these thoughts of, you know, you can't do what you want to do. When in reality, you, you really can't, you know, um, you get to right. die. So there, those bad days, those bad moments, those things. So instead of it being bad days, bad moments, instead of something horrible happening, you kind of realize like, hey, I'm having some contrast. And you know what? I don't really like this. So I'm going to start thinking about it like this because you realize that you are creating everything that you're experiencing. So when you experience something you don't like, you have to shift how you're thinking and your beliefs around that situation. And then the situation will change. That's really good. Yeah, That's and it's really, sometimes really scary because, you know, it's yeah. like, well, damn, I really <laughs> am that powerful, right? I'm really that powerful where I can focus and make money show up, like, right this minute. Am I that powerful? Then we experience the money, mm-hmm. but then we start looking at, like, okay, now I I could do this, but what about these people and what about these things? But then the reality is that you are that powerful to where – <clears throat> those people around you can show up or not show up based on you and how they show up mm. is based on you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Cause you're creating everything. Not to overwhelm you or anything, but yeah. No, <laughs> no, not overwhelmed at all. Just listening and learning, just, you know, kind of internalizing it all. I mean, it's all about practice, and it's all about – I'm making a lot of noise, aren't I? Um, no. <laughs> shifting. I'm, like, messing with the bottles in the in the drawers. But um, it's really shifting your focus, realizing that – so, and this is the other thing – Society and the programming says that if you don't like your life, you know, you don't like your career, you can go back to school, you could do this, you could do that. It makes it seem like a long-ass time. Right? Right. When, in fact, you can shift right now vibrationally and change the whole situation around at any time. Right? So no matter what's going on or where you are, 
the whole situation can be changed for you. Everything can be changed into in your favor. Um, things can work out for you the way that you want them to. Like, it's at any point in time. Right. Because we have that power. Right. And that's the good thing. It's so good to know. Yeah. So that is, oh, look at here. Um, let me go back to the controls. So that is the end of module two's, um, what is this? Inspired Actions with Money Madam. Awesome. Thank you so much. doesn't sound like it will. Lamiel Radio. Empowerment Radio for women, by women. <laughs>